Hey, Damien, what's up, man? What's going on? Not from New York. Good afternoon. That's what's up. I appreciate you so much for accepting our invite to do this podcast. Thank you. Thank you for reaching out. I appreciate it. You're more than welcome. And check this out. I'm going to try to, um, well, I'm not going to make a promise to our, um, the viewers and listeners, but I'm going to give you a reason to stick around um, even more. From checking out Anthony, super excited, by the way, to talk to you. It seems like you may have found a secret or a recipe to success. So it's my hope that after this, by the end of this podcast, we'll find out what that is and stuff. So check this out. Um, you're from Kingston originally, right? Yes, born in Jamaica, but raised in the Bronx. That's what's up. How did that happen? Why'd you guys come on, leave Jamaica and come here? Well, I mean, it's, I was a little kid. It wasn't really, it wasn't my choice per se. Mm -hmm. But, you know, my family migrated to America, you know, in the late 80s, you know, and um, I came in and, you know, went through the school system. I'm more American than anything, to be honest, as much as I travel back to my country, but the roots and everything sticks with me, you know, from the culture, the lifestyle, the food, the music, mm -hmm. you know, it, it, it's, it's all there. So I'm, I'm pretty much, I think I'm the only one in my family who probably kind of lost the accent along the way. It comes in and out. It's there through the music, mm -hmm. but casually it's just, it's in and out mm -hmm. on a regular basis. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was thinking. I said, yeah, I don't hear um, an accent and stuff, but um, <laughs> regardless. Now check this out. I noticed that your music, you mentioned that you have a Spanish flair or there's a Spanish, a Spanish aspect to the music where's where's that come from it honestly it was it's really it's really the features mm -hmm. um i was doing a televised show with the manhattan neighborhood network in manhattan um in new york city and um i was just a guest performer on there and a latina artist who was hosting the event was fond of my single which i performed at the show and for some reason you know she wanted to collaborate with me and you know shout out to inez inez l she's officially like my best friend now which is crazy and um, I told her no. I was like, no. <laughs> I said, no, I don't want to collaborate. I don't want to do it. I, I just want to, you know, I don't know if it would make sense. But she was like, no, no, no. I love the song. She couldn't get it out of her head, she said. You know, she would exercise and listen to it at the gym. And for some reason, I spoke to my management at the time, my former manager. And, you know, we agreed to just let her do it. And then when I heard it and how the producer mixed it, I was like, oh, my God, it had a Spanish it, it, like she was singing in her native language uh -huh. while I was doing mine in my tongue. And for some reason it, it clicked. And then when people heard it, it kind of, it kind of picked up, especially when performing live. So from that point on, the domino effect happened. Like the Latin community started booking us for shows and they thought we were a very unique and, and different um, style to their set and to their stage shows. And we mm -hmm. just ran with it from there. That's what's up. You know, um, I don't know if you can say it's kind of two things. One, why didn't you want to do that collab? And then the second thing, before I forget, is this how you got hooked up with, um, I think it's the New York Mexican Festival. I think that's what it is. Well, yeah. um, I didn't want to collab because I was a new artist and I didn't really have my album out. And that was one of my first original songs. And I kind of wanted to own it myself and just see if I can push it without having somebody jump on it. Cause everybody, I feel like in this industry, cause I'm, I'm a new artist. I haven't debuted to the world stage yet. I'm going through artist development. So you, you're catching me fresh off through the development stages right now. 
Um, the reason why everything has been successful right now is because I kind of, um, I did everything in the old school way. And like, I kind of did like the, the old fashioned way. I didn't depend on social media. I kind of just jumped on that, um, on that bus and just went up and down the coast and performed live everywhere and everywhere I can. Mm-hmm. And just like develop fans through that way of doing live stage shows. I went on social media to, you know, get followers and stuff like that. But I feel like for every show I did, when there was like 5,000 people, 200 would follow, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And me and Inez just did a lot of shows. Like we did shows like 68 to 70 shows a year Whoa. in front of thousands of people. And I think that's how we built up our social media for the most part in that, in that old school way. But that's pretty much how that happened in regards to, you know, how things progressed and developed. Mm-hmm. But as far as everything else, I mean, the song based on the show that we did, it was a lot of Latin festivals and events and mm-hmm. the promoters liked it. The DJs that would DJ the event would keep our music. And I guess, you know, what happened was it started circulating in the, in the record pool. Mm-hmm. You know, like every genre has like a record pool or a, I was learning these things as I was going along exactly. and they would play it all over the United States. Then the next thing you know, they're playing it in like Mexico, they're playing it in Argentina and the song wasn't even released on social media or on Spotify title or iTunes, but the DJs were played at the club. So, you know, that's how things picked up and progressed with the single. Mm-hmm. Wow. We've learned um, quite a few things to listeners and viewers out there. We've learned some things already. First of all, hard work, a lot of hard work. I hear um, like afterwards, I think you're going to be doing some rehearsing and practicing and recording afterwards. Yeah. Well, I, so as a dancehall Caribbean artist, like, uh, cause I do pop, I was influenced by um, the MTV culture, you know, Total Request Live, BET, 106 in Park. I grew up like in the era of, you know, the Britney's and the Usher and, you know, and all, and Michael, and and I love dancehall music, so I didn't want to separate the two. When I decided to pursue music, I decided to try to fuse the two together and make it a fusion, and I did my homework and my research because I, I'm a theater kid. I grew up doing musicals, off-Broadway shows, and um, shout out to the Amas Musical Theater. Um, if you don't know what that is, it's a theater academy that trains young kids um, to do, you know, Broadway shows and musicals and, you know, preps them for the you know, for the, the, the theater world, right. if you watch Family Matters, the Steve Urkel show, Family mm-hmm. Matters. I remember that. Grandmother, Grandma Winslow, mm-hmm. Carl's mother, it's her company. Her name is Rosetta Lenore. Oh, she founded wow. the company and, you know, she takes young kids from all different backgrounds and grooms them and her team trains them to, to learn how to theater etiquette, sing, dance, acting. And I did that. And I trained through that company and through that agency. And... I also trained through the Lee Strasberg Theater and Film Institute. I got a full scholarship through um, New York City Housing Authority through one of their programs. Wow. And that's how I started learning and developing my skill. So once I got all of that under my belt and learned how to just kind of work the stage, mm-hmm. I've uh, decided what's going to make me different. Like, because every artist is a singer, dancer, entertainer, actor, but what makes you different? Mm-hmm. And I realized, you know, in the Caribbean culture particularly, like, you know, we have dancers and the girls run around, roll on the floor, head top, bust a split, do all that cool stuff. Mm-hmm. Shaggy, Sean Paul, they make great music. They're one of my biggest influences when it comes to the scene. But I noticed that in the Caribbean culture, they don't have their own version of like Michael or Usher or Britney or J-Lo. Mm-hmm. They don't do choreography and perform in a way that um, the mainstream pop stars and, and the, you know, mm-hmm. the other artists sing that are entertainers. So I said, I can do that. I can just clean it up and kind of 
give it a nice clean stage show and a clean routine and maybe that'll make me stand out because it's hard to stand out and stick out in a world where there's so much talent and mm -hmm. so much great you know entertainers out there so you know that's where my niche is in regards to being a live performer i do choreography i keep it with my dancers you know the girls still bug out and have fun but we keep everything nice and clean mm -hmm. i think dancehall needs to kind of um get more respect because I feel like we don't get that stage performance. You don't see us on the Billboard Awards, the BET Awards. Mm -hmm. We'll get a little segment every now and then a couple of years, but you know, we're never best reggae artists is and best right. band, like we're not televised. We're not put on the world stage the way the hip hop artists and the rappers are. I feel like, you know, we love the music in the club. People bump reggae and dance all in the car, but mm -hmm. when do you get to see us on stage performing with like J-Lo and Usher and and Diddy and everybody else. They don't, I feel like we're neglected sometimes by the industry. Yeah, but I got a feeling that's gonna change when they get um, a view of you. Now, it's um, a couple of things. Interesting that you mentioned. One of the questions I wanted to ask you was about, you said it was Amos, that was the place we studied Yeah, Amos Musical Theater, yeah. Yeah, actually um, looked that up. I missed the part about um, the family, what was it, Family Matters, Urkel? Yeah. yeah uh, Rosetta, yeah, I missed that part, but I was curious about how you had gotten into dancing. I mean, I grew up, you know, in the hood myself. Well, I, I, got into, um, I was in high school and yeah. I was in the chorus mm -hmm. and, you know, my chorus teacher, you know, uh, shout out to Tyrone Stanley. He was uh, my chorus teacher and he was a big influence on you know, getting all the kids together and keeping them out the streets. And Ooh, he would, yeah. you know, submit us for a lot of shows and competitions. And we did Cablevision, Showtime. You know, we did like, a, we, he traveled and stuff. So he got to be a part of the musical director. I think it was the musical director or the, you know, one of the composers of the program. And he brought me in and introduced me to the program. Although he left, I stuck around and stayed and developed it from there and got trained with a lot of actors and a lot of, um, Dance, dance instructors that kind of, you know, help me develop my talent and my skill. Because I don't think I'm, I don't think I'm like gifted. I wasn't born a, a singer, dancer, actor. Mm -hmm. One of my skill set is just learning things very fast. Ah. So that's, that's pretty much how I developed everything and turned it into a big talent. But mm -hmm. I was never a singer. I was never a dancer. I was never an actor. I just learned very fast and I just studied and studied until I got it right. And that's pretty much how it worked. Wow, that's an incredible revelation because judging from your videos, I would never guess that. You look like a natural. That's what yeah, I wish I was. There's a lot of my backup singers and all these uh, people around me. They don't take classes. They don't do anything. It's just like a gift from God. That's why I differentiate gifted and talented. Gifted, even though you still practice and still keep your stuff going, it's just a natural thing they knew how to do without, without training. Mm -hmm. But talent, you got to stay on top of it. You got to, you know. Even if you work out or exercise, you got to, if you don't, if you stop doing it, what's going to happen? Yeah. Uh, boy, yeah. I resemble that remark. Yes. No, I understand completely. <laughs> hey, check this out. Well, once again, referring your videos. Um, all right. Tell me if this is a fair assessment. This is just me and my opinion, though. Um, looking at your videos, I said, man, this guy's super talented. If I had to come up with one word to describe Damien Anthony, I figured the word would be entertaining you agree or disagree I, I thank you that was that's what i'm aiming for you know i'm aiming to entertain and put a smile on everyone's faces you know 
you don't have to be the best singer or best dancer in the world, but if you could get somebody to just watch a show and enjoy what you do, that's pretty much the goal. I want them to like the music. I want them to be in the moment. You know, everyone has a heart with things going on now. Mm -hmm. Everybody has a bad day. Everybody's going through things. But just for that moment in time when you see me on stage, I want you to enjoy the show. You might say, you know, he's not the best vocalist or the best. He's not like Ruth Evangelist or anything. But he had me sitting at the edge of my seat going, woo, I enjoyed that performance. And, you know, if you love the singing and don't like the dance, at least, at least you like something. I want to come with every element that they can at least say they, they like my set. You know, even if it's just, oh, his costumes were great. Whatever it is, I just want, right. I just want, I want to put on a show and make people feel good and enjoy and forget what they got going on just for the moment. Mm -hmm. I want to think you I'm sorry. I think you definitely achieved that. But judging from the videos I've seen, matter of fact, it kind of reminded me of Jay Z a little bit. When he was outside, <laughs> you know how they had those outdoor events you see somewhere down in New York City and stuff. They all be singing outside and stuff. Yeah. And when I saw you performing outside, you know the dancers. That's what reminded me. I was like, oh wow, look at this. This is great. <laughs> Do you recall where you were at for the outdoor event where you was out? It seemed like you was out in the city streets. Or something. Well, well, it depends because I do a lot of outdoor festivals and events. Ah. We do so much, um, like outdoor concerts and summer stages. Most of them are outdoors. They could be pride events. They could be, um, they can be a, like hip hop concerts. I've gotten to do a lot of shows and open up for quite a few people, which which is great. But New York is very infamous and big for doing a lot of outdoor events, so I can't narrow it down. Understood. Yeah. 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 But I started off. Um, I'm not gonna lie though. I did start off just being a regular performer i would like performing like family festivals like that the neighborhoods would throw right. and we would dance and perform for the for the local neighborhood family mm -hmm. day events and then things one thing led to the next and you know i just started getting calls to go you know when right. you do one show someone sees it they recommend you to another show and then it just kind of um, build up mm -hmm. until i got on bigger stages and got lucky and blessed to do more shows more and more. Yeah, regardless, wherever those things was, I'm done. I was blown away by it. I like it was very exciting. It was mm -hmm. I want to call it a spectacle, but hey, it was something. I, to I like to perform shows. I like I like to have my yeah. backup dancers, and I like to um, yeah. you know, I like to dance. Like I, I like to perform and try to keep up and do as best as I can. It's not easy, but mm -hmm. you know, it's it's worth it because the energy that the audience gives me, you know makes me want to put on a better show each time I step out on stage. Yes, I'm more cool. shy with less people than more, to be honest with you. So. Ah, yeah, I can see that. I can see that. Like a one-on-one, -on -one, it's, yeah. It's, yeah, yeah, I'm, very, yeah. I'm, a, I'm a shy person. Like, once I'm on stage, mm -hmm. I'm very shy. Like, when I get on stage, I turn into a different character. And it's, it's, you know, it's fun. Yeah. Yeah. You know, um, this performing thing, I mean, I just love it and stuff. Um, the way you can see a transformation in some people, like you were saying, like um, off stage is shy, but then when you get on stage, that same shy person turns into like a dynamo. I mean, I love stuff like that. Yeah, I like how I feel when I get on stage. It's not, I think it's about how I feel. Like, I don't consider myself once again to be the best at what I do, mm -hmm. but I like how I feel when 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 my voice comes out and when I'm doing the routine and remember the routine and keeping up with everyone on stage and when I look at the audience and see how they're giving me the feedback or how they're just like stuck looking at what we're doing, it makes me it like I just turn into this different person 
and it, it makes me feel like a, a you know like I'm a kid again in my room jumping around dancing and pretending I'm at the Grammys or something. <laughs> it, it just makes me it doesn't get old at all. It's always exciting every time. Wow. And check this out while I'm um, thinking about it. Could you um, tell people where can they find some of your work at? Well, um, that's the thing. So you call mm -hmm. me at a critical stage right now. I'm mm -hmm. under management. Um, shout out to Randy Connor. Um, if you don't know who Randy Connor is, he's my manager. And um, he's well known for working with Puff Daddy, Little Kid, Mace. Um, one of his big projects that I love is when he worked with Britney Spears. Um, if you don't know who he is, um, if you remember Britney Spears hit me baby one more time, mm -hmm. um, he worked with her for, he was, he was her creative director. He, um, he trained her. He, he did the choreography for hit me baby one more time. That was his, um, that was his work. Mm -hmm. And then he moved on to other projects after that single happened, you know, and worked with a lot of artists from Janet to a whole bunch of other people. But, you know, I was like, Britney Spears, I was like, oh my God, I grew up watching Britney Spears and her hit single, and this man was like behind working with her and grooming her until she made her debut. And now he's working with me, which I'm excited about. So, wow. you know, I feel like I'm under good company. And oh, no, yeah, you're company. doing well. Yeah. You know, it's funny that you mentioned Brittany. Um, I think I'm like so far behind. One of the last people to realize that she was very talented. Just recently, perhaps a month ago, I was watching just videos. I like to check out music. And I saw a video of her dancing, the choreography in particular. And I'm like, wow, I didn't know Britney was that nice. She has some really good dance routines. Yeah, well, she's best known for that. I mean, she has a unique voice particularly, but mm -hmm. yeah, she's an entertainer through and through. And, you know, to be working with people that work with her makes me feel a little more confident in where I'm going because I'm also working with a management team you know Calvin Stevens he's um he's great too he's uh he's a good creative director he works with a lot of um, Latin artists particularly you know that's why I'm in the Latin field right now due to my two Latin features that I have one with Inez and another one with another um male Latin artist and you know the Spanish community pretty much embraced me more than the Caribbean community <laughs> in regards to like Jamaica like Jamaica don't know I exist right now per se uh -huh. But a lot of the, you know, black Americans are picking up on what I'm doing and hopefully it'll like trickle over at some point. But the Spanish community, they're like, I'm at their parades, I'm at their festivals, I'm at their award shows. Mm -hmm. They love the uniqueness that I have with this Latina artist. And, you know, she's a, she's from um, Honduras, she's well, Honduran mix, mm -hmm. Venezuelan, Honduran, and she got the swirl basically going on and she's, she's an amazing person. Now I got a question for you. Why I have you here? Um, first of all, um, thank you to your management team because I don't know how much control they have, but at least you were here. So sometimes you know management say, "Hey, maybe we want you to do that." Maybe we want you yeah, do they're that. cool with everything right now. I, I appreciate yeah. you guys. <laughs> I appreciate y'all. Now um, the other thing I was thinking about because I don't want to take up too much of your time because I know you got practice and stuff. Yeah, no, we got time. Don't worry. All We're right. <laughs> yeah. Now, um, one thing I wanted to ask you, since um, as of right now, you don't um, have things for people that I know of, you know, for them to check out, and they're all going to be curious about you. Right. Right now, what I have to promote and show is um, my music and my album is going to be um, released later this year. Mm -hmm. um, you know, it's just technical stuff behind the scenes, but I'm doing a lot of live shows. But what I do is I have my own television show on Optimum and Verizon Fios. Mm -hmm. um, it's on Cablevision. And for those that can't locally find it, there is a, uh, there is a link on my website, uh, www.damianwiththeo.com. 
DamienAnthony.com. Um, and you guys can stream in and watch all the prior episodes leading up to what's recent now. Um, we're still filming um, because everything was pre-COVID and we're catching the viewers up to my development and my artistry now. But right now it's called Damien Anthony, the grind of an indie artist. And it's on um, Optimum and Verizon Fire, so Cablevision. And you guys can tune in and um, check it out. If you go to my Instagram, Damien Anthony Official, you can get the link on my um, bio as well. And that'll catch you up to speed with everything. Live performances, behind the scenes, drama situations that that nobody should be really seeing. Um, pretty much let it out there for people to see. Oh, that's what's up. And check this out. Who does um, the writing for these songs? Do you do that? Well, or? so far, I'm the, oh. I, I wrote all, every original song that I have is mm-hmm. mine. I wrote it. All the, all the beats that are produced, I own them. Um, I literally copyright everything. I try to do my homework very, very well because I don't, you know, I wasn't raised and groomed in Hollywood. And upon watching a lot of documentaries and reading up on how things work in the industry, one thing I pride myself into is um, just trying to make sure I own everything. And if I do have to, you know, divide it or give it up, it'll be to my discretion. But I own everything that I have. Every single song that you hear, that's an original. It's all mine, all written by me. Um, if I get a beat from an amazing producer, because I've worked with producers from Greece, some of the beats are from Greece, from Panama, some are from um, Jamaica, some are from, you know, here in America, I exclusively save up my money and buy the beats myself. So the, the producers don't even own it anymore. It's all mine and I can do whatever I want. Like I can resell it, do whatever. But I, I take pride in owning everything because, you know, at this day and age with technology and social media and the competition, you don't want to be um, left out of anything when it develops and grows. You want at least to have a small part of each pie when you, when things take off. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to be left in the cut going broke. Understood. Because <laughs> I don't do business. I'm all about entertaining. Mm-hmm. But I hate the business side of things too. You know what I mean? But you want to be prepared for it. Yeah, tell me about it and stuff. Yeah, I love the creativity aspect of everything. But the business side, eh, yeah. but it's necessary. Yeah. Um, now, one thing I did want to ask you, um, matter of fact, I'll probably ask you afterwards. It's just painting to, um, pertaining to like maybe like a one or two second clip when we do this video, when we edit the video, and like perhaps we could put in like just like a set a second or two. Are you singing, dancing, or something? Just so people can see what we're talking about. But since you own everything, it should be okay, I guess. I don't know. But anyhow, stuff. Um, I'm sorry. Were you about to say something? No, 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 no. Go ahead. Sorry. I, I was talking to what you were saying. Uh, yeah, yeah. I have that for you. I have clips of everything that you can show. I'll yeah. You and when you edit it, you could, you could piece them in. I'll send you like some clips and everything. Okay. Yeah. I do have the stuff that you sent me via email. Yes. Um, yeah. That was for you to view. The uh-huh. video, the, the two music videos were pre-recorded. Mm-hmm. They're not released yet for anyone to see for the most part. Understood. I'll leave that alone. Then. Okay. Yeah. So, but what I'll do is I'll send you some clips of them so you can kind of like. Understood. Know, I appreciate that. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. I'm glad I'm, I, I'm glad I didn't just um, go to do that because I try not to play people close like that. So, all right. So I'm glad I did the way I did. Woo. Crisis averted, so to speak. So anyhow, stuff. Um, and see, what else did we want to cover? I think we covered just about everything with you. Um, like I said, don't want to take up too much time. And I know you say you have time. I'm trying to think, was there anything else that we didn't cover? 
Um, anything you want to know, just ask. I mean, I'm pretty much open to, to anything that needs to be said. I mean, I like to travel. I like to do a lot of shows. Um, like I said, I'm, you caught me at a critical, critical time because I'm a new artist right now. I'm going to make my debut. Hopefully by next year, I, I'll be able to make my debut. So you're catching me more so behind the scenes than anything else. Mm -hmm. So music will be released towards the end of the year. But my music is a mixture of pop, dance hall, and reggae. It's a fusion, and it's it hopefully it's unique. And the album is called Idiosyncratic, which means different, unique, weird, quirky, anything that's in that realm. And I and I and I own it. I like to be different. I think everybody should embrace their their weirdness and uniqueness and differences, and you know try to stand out from everyone else. I'm glad you said that. That's on my about me page. <laughs> Facebook, if you read my about me, that's exactly what it says. I'm weird. <laughs> I said it from the beginning. I'm weird. Because words are very, um, they're very delicate. It's like everybody, when you say, oh, you're so unique. Everybody's mm -hmm. like, yeah, you know, they own it. But when you go, oh, you're so different. They'll be like, what do you mean? It's the same ah. thing. <laughs> you know, so I, I try not to get offended by Right. Things that people say, like if they say, "Oh, he's so different, he's weird," like, okay, well, you know, that means I'll stay in my own lane and I won't have competition, and I'll, Ooh. you know, at least I'll be memorable in some sense that I that I hope to be. Okay. But you know, I love because I, I I do what I do, but I love culture and the dynamics of how music is in general because I'm a dancehall artist and I love Spice, I love Shensi, I love Lady Saw. You know, I grew up listening to them and Maka Diamond and Beanie Man and Elephant Man and all these amazing artists that rap the culture so well. But at the same time, I love like Celine Dion, Luther right. Vandross, Whitney Houston, Michael Jackson, you know. Mm. So it, it's like, yeah. yeah, yeah, it varies. I love music because I, um, and I grew up in theater. So I love Broadway musicals and Disney and, right. you know, you'll see me in street clothes, but I'll be at Carnegie Hall or something. For watching the opera or the symphony orchestra. I'm very, I love that stuff. Right. Now check this out. Um, we're getting down to it. I got a notification from Zoom. Um, let us know about the time constraints. Um, customary on the podcast, I like to ask the guests, do you have parting words, words of wisdom, something that, a message, you just want to get out to the people? You got about maybe four or five minutes. The only mantra that I go by that I always tell the team, um, you know, is when you work with someone, it's one team, one unit. You know, there might be a front runner, there might be someone in charge, but it takes a group of people to make things happen. I don't like when artists, and, I, and this is not to downplay any artists, period. I just don't like it when they say, I do this by myself, I struggle, no one helped me. People help you. There's a lot of people behind the scenes that you gotta thank. You gotta thank the producers, you gotta thank the dancers, the makeup artists, the people who gotta iron your shirt. You gotta, you know, it takes one, it takes a whole unit to make things work. But the biggest thing that I always want to share with everyone before I part ways is always chase the dream, not the competition. Ah, so don't compare yourself to others. Yeah, like don't, you know, everybody is always competing with each other to be the best, to be better, but just focus on your dream. Like there's space for everyone. You know, if you focus on what the other person got going on or how they might upstage you or how they might be better than you, then you're not going to go anywhere. You're going to just focus on what they got going on rather than just having your tunnel vision to do what you got to do. Embrace your uniqueness. You know what I mean? There's always going to be somebody better. There's always going to be someone, you know, I'm not one for participation trophies. 
first is first, second is second, third is third. It's okay. <laughs> you know, you learn from your mistakes and you'll learn how to just develop and enhance your skill. If I didn't watch other people who are particularly better than me, I wouldn't have learned how to step my game up or learn how to actually push myself even more because I saw that, you know, I need to work harder. Mm-hmm. So I just kind of, you know, I chase a dream now and, and not, not the competition. I'm not here to wrestle or compete with anyone. So that's pretty much what I go by. Understood. And I also want to give an amazing shout out to Nika, Nika Gooden. Yeah, Nika Gooden, yes. Yes, I want to give her a shout out. Um, shout out to her, Artist Biz. Yes, Artist Biz Solutions Magazine, yes. Yes. She, she had me and Inez on her December cover. Um, I never had my first. I never did a magazine cover before. It was my first set, like I, because I'm not a model. Like I'm like, so right. I'm like five seven. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm a, I'm a muscular thick guy. You know, right. like, but she loved my photos. She loved my stories, and I'm so grateful to her because she made me feel, you know, special. She made me feel wanted. She made me feel like an artist. And shout out to her. You gotta check her page out. You gotta check her workout. She's an amazing person. And check out the article. My magazine is there if you want to tune in and scroll back on the website as well. Also, shout out to my dancers, Shiran, who's from Israel, Imiko, who is from Japan, and Dante, who's from New York. My dancers are from all over. So shout out to them. They're very unique and they have their own style. Thank <laughs> you, you, Dad. My mother and my father, happily married. <laughs> oh, that's what's up. Right? We're saying goodbye to everybody and stuff. Right. Everybody, um, once again, and sadly, at the conclusion of the podcast, um, once again, we thank uh, Damon Anthony for joining us and we thank you guys for joining us and we remind you to check out our previous Yambar podcast guests and always to remember that the Yambar podcast is a place where you make it happen once again I'm here with Damon Anthony be sure to check him out and my name is Brian Marcello host of this episode peace everybody thank you enjoy your weekend guys <laughs>